Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the three-game NBA main site on Wednesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you're unable to watch these videos, I also upload an Apple podcast link in the description below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you could take a minute out of your day, leave a five-star rating and review. That helps me out a ton because every single rating review just boosts me up in the podcast ranking so more people can can find the podcast. Kind of same thing with like liking uh, the video on YouTube, right? It allows for more people to see the video. So same thing with, with podcasts. Every single rating review helps me out. So um, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated, guys. Um, if you're inter interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on patreon.com. An eSports package, it includes Call of Duty CSGO. We get CSGO sites every single day. And if you like a SWAT in the morning, uh, try out CSGO. It is, there's a lot of variants involved though. It's like, I, I play pretty light in CSGO, but I think it's, again, it's kind of fun to have a SWAT in the, in the morning. And then Call of Duty as well, usually four, uh, four days a week. And I also offer an NBA package. Um, I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If you're not familiar with Prize Picks, again, so... They will post fantasy scores, and you can either take the over or the under on them. They have a ton of players already posted for tomorrow. Um, they also will post single stats. So, like, you can take over or under on points, assists, rebounds, three-pointers, made stuff like that. Like, for example, we got, let's see, uh, Embiid at 54. He's not going to get in foul trouble again, most likely, knock on wood. So, I, I like taking the over on that one. What else? What else? Gafford at 21. Feels a little high for a three-headed monster center rotation for a guy that is in foul trouble a lot and going to be going up against Joel Embiid. Um, and, and Derek Rose like the over. He played close to 40 minutes. I'm assuming we'll get similar run from him. So I like the over on Rose, over on Embiid, maybe the under on a guy like Gafford. Um, and finally, I just got to shout out you guys, all you viewers, viewers, guys on Twitter. Um, again, can't thank you enough for all of your all of your support. Uh, we're averaging at 300 viewers uh, on the live streams, and we're getting like 150 likes in these videos, uh, which does help me out a ton, guys. Seriously, you like it, it really, really helps me out when, whenever you guys leave a like on, on the video. So, again, if you guys do enjoy all this content, if you could hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, I think we're at 9.14 thousand subscribers, and uh, hit the notification bell so you know when to upload videos, you know when to live. I will be doing YouTube live tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. Um, and I will answer all of your all of your guys' questions at the end. So, uh, before we talk about players and their prices for this three-game slate, we can look back the lineup here from Tuesday. So Tuesday went pretty well, pretty solid. Three X, three to four X night for me. Three um, X in the higher dollar stuff. Uh, won pretty easily in the lower dollar stuff as well. So here I can get out of the, get out of the way so you guys can see. So uh, went with Kemba Walker, Marcus Smart. Yes, I'm a little bit tilted about the blowout. Now, I knew that was a risk, right? I did know that was a risk, but, mm, right? Low owned, smart. Uh, now, he did, for like a for like a two-minute uh, stretch there, he turned into like Damian Lillard. He knocked down like four threes. I can't complain. His first quarter, he had like one assist and one turnover, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm dead in the water. Uh, luckily, he turned it around, even in a blowout one for 37 fancy points. Combo one for 31. Again, though, only in three quarters. He plays his fourth quarter. He probably goes for 40-plus at least. So, ugh, it's just they couldn't stop Brooklyn. Brooklyn looked at me. I watched the whole game. The Nets, like, they weren't missing two. Like, did, we had, like, another Bryn Forbes performance out of Joe Harris, who just couldn't miss. And was on pace for, or, like, one point for, like, 150 fancy points uh yeah kind of crazy we've had some 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 rogue guys step up for sure in these playoffs rest of my lineup so Kawhi Leonard mentioned like that was 
pretty clear. And I, I talked about using him and Paul George together that you could. No, I didn't. Uh, but Paul George went for 50 plus two. Uh, they were just too cheap. They were they were both way underpriced. Again, Kawhi should be close to 10K player. Paul George should be over 9K. So like both a lot. I want Kawhi. Paul George also did really good. Kleber came through. Kleber came through. No, he didn't do much in the second half. He had like 20 fancy points in the first quarter and then had like three the rest of the game. I'm not complaining though. I will take that all day long. Now, Robert Williams, I am like five fouls, really. Foul trouble plus blowout. Couldn't avoid the foul trouble. It's been every single night now for the last like six nights. And um, yeah, guys, don't don't take me too seriously on Twitter. I like messing around. I like being a little bit sarcastic. I made I made a tweet. I was like, oh, um, I'm really happy Sema Ilgele is closing the game over Rob Williams. And this guy on Twitter would, wow, he went off of me. Uh, if you guys want to laugh, uh, I actually posted about it. But um, yeah, he tweeted at me like 10 times about how like how dumb I am for thinking Rob Williams would be in the game, how angry of a person I am. Uh, blah 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 and I was just like dude chill chill I'm just having like I like being a little bit sarcastic having some fun with you guys on Twitter oh man that was uh again some people on Twitter are something else something else he got very very triggered um the rest of my lineup so Luca finally came through this might be the first time I ever got Luca right this year I played him a lot last year um where he came through for me but man I feel like every single time I've played him I've got him wrong Finally got him right uh, to tonight. Uh, Batum, a little bit tilted about that playing time, guys. Uh, they dusted off Terrence Mann. Reggie Jackson played a lot more. Let me see how many minutes he played. Uh, a lot less than we saw the previous game, which did again, tilt me a little bit. Let's see. Yeah, 19 minutes for Batum after 32 the previous game. So he still came through 19 minutes, but was expecting more. Uh, and then DeAndre Ayton. 37 fancy points was pretty solid there. Double-double. Um, I just thought that was too cheap. Right? It was, it was a more of a playing time thing. I mentioned, like, I wasn't expecting the 21-16 performance out of him again. Um, but it was just the fact that he played 37 minutes in the first game. That that was the reason I liked DeAndre. So, all in all, it was a pretty solid uh, day for me. Could have could have been close to a takedown, probably, if the Boston game stayed close. Uh, no foul trouble for Robert Williams. But it is what it is. Uh, good night. I uh, hope you guys had a good night as well. And let's see if we can keep it rolling here for this uh, three-game slate. So um, we got Wizards. We got 76ers. It's a 230 and a half over under. Uh, 76ers are eight-point favorites. Hawks and Knicks are 212 and a half over under. The Knicks, two-point favorites. And Grizzlies, Jazz, 218 over under. Jazz, eight and a half-point favorites. Really rooting for the Grizz there. Uh, you guys know, love Ja, love JB. Hoping they can pull off the upset there in that series. But let's start off with the Wizards and the 76ers. So on the Washington Wizards side, Russell Westbrook, the price came down a little bit to 11.4K. Still maybe not enough here because of the matchup. Um, just Philadelphia, this is not a good spot for Russell Westbrook. They defend him well. He is definitely in play as a contrarian spend up. I'm not looking to him though. Uh, if, for optimal build, no way. Now again, I... Mentioned that I preferred, much preferred Brad Beal to Westbrook last slate. He actually did really well, played really well, low ownership. And I still prefer Beal to Westbrook again. He's just, you know, below 9K. It's a price point thing, right? You got like $2,500, $2,600 discount there. Give me Beal over Westbrook all day long. The rest of the Wizards, I just never feel comfortable with the secondary guys. Never, ever. Ish Smith, probably 20 to 25 minutes on the bench. Don't know if it's worth it, though, at 4-7. Rui Hashimura. I actually think it's all right. He should play about 35 minutes. That's doable. It's doable. Again, he really doesn't have a huge ceiling, but like for value, I, I can get I, I get going to right. I think he's actually a safer play. 
Now, with the three-headed center rotation for for uh, for Washington, again, Gafford is the guy that has the most upside. Just be careful, though, right? This guy is in foul trouble a lot, and you know he's going up against Joel Embiid. So he is the guy that has the most upside. But, again, I just you know, never feel good about it. Robert Lopez actually only played 12 minutes. He's kind of getting phased out. Um, Len played 16. Again, it's like you can roll the dice on one of those guys. It's just... It's whatever Scott Brooks is feeling that night, really. Um, Rule Neto is at 3.9K. I think we had about 20 to 25 minutes from him. Playable, sure. Bertans actually had a decent shooting game. If he shoots well, they probably extend him a bit. Um, the issue with him, though, is he's pretty reliant on the scoring. If he's not hitting shots like he did the two previous games, he has a really low floor, like this game, where he played 33 minutes and went for five fancy points. So, um, yes, Bertans is in play. But again, be careful, right? He's got to hit his threes to get value. Moving on to Philly. So Joel Embiid, I am fine going right back to the well. Foul trouble killed him. Um, he still didn't have like that good of a game either. But like, obviously the foul trouble hurt. We should get 35 plus minutes from him in, in the playoffs. And this is just a fantastic spot. Um, so I absolutely love Joel Embiid here. And the pricing didn't move on Ben Simmons or Tobias Harris. I really thought they would go up. Um, again, they both had really good games, partly due to Embiid foul trouble, but also partly due to the great matchup. So I still I still think Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris are pretty solid plays here. I do. Now, do I expect 50-plus from each of them again? No, because when Embiid is, is in the uh, in the game, the offense is give the ball to, to Joel Embiid to get out of the way, right? So like Embiid demands a lot of the usage, but I still think Simmons and Tobias, because the matchup looked pretty solid too. So you can definitely play Embiid plus one of Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris. I even saw last late, uh, a decent amount of people played all three. Like They did play Simmons, uh, Embiid, and Tobias Harris. A, a few few guys in the higher dollar stuff I noticed played all three of them. So could you? would I play all three? I don't know if I'd play all three, but I'm fine playing two of those three guys if, if you'd like. Scrolling down a bit more. So Seth Curry should start, should play about 30 minutes. Again, though, he's pretty reliant in the scoring. Fair play. Uh, again, does have a somewhat low floor. He's not hitting his shots. And then, and then Danny Green, unfortunately, I kind of like him for value because also, like Seth Curry, should play about 30 minutes. Also, like Seth Curry, though, got to hit his shots, right? It's not going to do a ton of peripheral stats. So, But he is 4K, and this is the Wizards. So Green, Seth Curry, I think, are decent value plays. Again, very, very lying in the scoring. The bench, I don't trust. I just don't trust it. They ran an 11-man rotation, and no one really saw big minutes. I'm not going to roll the dice on any of these 76ers guys off, off the bench. Moving on to Atlanta and New York. So the price just doesn't move on Trey Young. All right. Um, I know it's not really the best matchup, but 8.5K is just too cheap for Trey Young. So I like him a good amount here. Cash or obviously GPPs, but I think you can play him in cash games. I really do. I just think uh, the 8.5 is just, it's just too cheap for a guy like Trey Young. Capella at 7.8 is a fine tournament play. He should play about 35 minutes. He's been very up and down, though, recently. Bogdanovich, I think, is actually a safer play, too. Again, I know the matchup's not great, but he's going to be their number two on offense and play about 35 minutes. So, perfectly fine with Bogdan. Collins kind of had an off game last game. That should lower the ownership. He's still a guy that does have upside. Again, the consistency isn't really there. So, more of a GPP play with a guy like John Collins. Gallinari, probably 20 25 minutes off the bench. If you want to take a shot at him for tournaments and hope he hits his shots, you can do it. Herder at 4 5, just like. 20 to 25 minutes, fair value, secondary option, right? And then DeAndre Hunter was very popular uh, last night and was a complete bust. You know, is that, what's his, what's his injury that he's coming off of? Is it a knee injury? I forget. Mm, knee, yeah. So, like, maybe he's just not himself still. 
I mean, he most likely starts again and probably gets about 25 minutes. Ownership should be lower after that bus game. Again, I don't feel super comfortable about it. Lou Williams should get about 10 to 15 minutes on the bench. Um, if you want a low-owned dart throw in tournaments, you can do it because he's a good scorer, but it's not something I want to get to uh, if you're making like one lineup. Now, moving on to the Knicks. So, Julius Randle, what did he shoot last game? He shot 6 of 23. 6 of 23. Also lost a couple minutes. Lost a couple minutes in the playoffs. Like, everyone's gaining minutes and Randle loses minutes? All right. Um, I do, first of all, I expect 40-plus minutes from Randle. Second, we're most likely not going to get a 6 of 23 shooting game again from Randle. So, I like him a good amount here. Recency bias might lower the ownership. RJ Barrett is fine at 6'2". We also should get big minutes from him. I would just rather get to the guy right below him and Derrick Rose. He played 38 minutes, Derrick Rose. Five point, below 6K is too cheap for a guy that's going to play close to 40 minutes. So I really, really like Derrick Rose. Now, Reggie Bullock got the short end of the stick of the minutes, kind of out of nowhere. 19 minutes after literally playing most games like 35 to 40. I don't really know what to make of it. Maybe it's because of his bad shooting performance. Maybe if he shoots better, they extend him here. But 5.1K, I'll take a wait-and-see approach and see how many minutes he plays this game. Uh, now, Alec Burks at 4-6, I mentioned him. I liked him for value last night. He went off. Now, he's not going to play as much as Derrick Rose. And I, I do think maybe Derrick Rose is slightly safer because of the minutes. But I still think Alec Burks is a guy we can get to for value. Um, again, he's been a good scorer off the bench, a higher usage guy. So, Burks, Derrick Rose, I like them both for value. I don't think Mitchell Robinson is going to play this game. We'll keep an eye on it, though. Nerlens Noel also questionable. So, if both these Knicks centers are out, we got a clear value in a guy like Taj Gibson at 3.3K. He's also power forward eligible, which is kind of nice. So, assume both those guys are out, we should get a Taj Gibson starting at the five and probably playing 30 plus minutes and becoming probably the best value in the slate. So, I really like Taj, assuming that both those centers are out and he starts. And then, quickly, if you want to take a shot at him for tournaments, you can. He actually played well in 21 minutes off the bench. Uh, minutes can fluctuate, though. So, um, yeah, more of a GPP only play. All right, let's finish up with Memphis and Utah. So, uh, you know, not obviously not the best matchup here for the Je- or for the Grizzlies. Uh, John Morant at 8.1K. Had a solid game, but nothing crazy. Again, though, when Jonas Valanciunas stays out of foul trouble, he just demands a lot of the usage. So, of, like, the top two guys, I would think I'd rather go to JV, even though it's a tough match against Gobert. He played 39 minutes. 39 minutes for JV. Again, I don't love the matchup here. It's definitely one of the worst matchups, but he's still a high-usage guy. He can still have a good game. He can still probably, he'll still probably get you a double-double. So I think Jonas Valanciunas is a good contrarian spend-up. And Dylan Brooks also had a massive game. I like him once again. He's my favorite of the mid-range guys, the slow-mo, uh, him, and Triple J. Uh, just because he has the most upside, he's just shooting the ball a ton, right? He shot the ball, besides that game against Golden State, every single game he's shooting like 20-plus times. Um, so... Yeah, do I think he's going to get two blocks and two steals again and seven rebounds? Probably not, but I still think he's a guy we can get to in the mid-range. Again, he's going to shoot the ball a ton. So Brooks in the mid-range is the guy I like the best. Slow-mo, Triple J, probably passing both them. I don't think I want to mess with the bench guys. Desmond Bain lost some minutes. Grayson Allen still did get over 20 minutes, but again, he's kind of got to hit his shots to get value. He did not hit his shots last game and went for six. So that's our map for the Grizzlies. Let's finish up with the Utah Jazz. So tricky one here. We'll start with Mitchell. I don't know what his mitts are going to be like, right? He was a surprise scratch last game. I'm guessing he's not going to get normal run. Like, I'm guessing there's going to be some limitation. Um, but hopefully we get some clarity on this. If there is no limit for Donovan Mitchell, he looks great this price. If they're going to kind of take it easy on his mitts, then I really like Mike Conley again. 
We got news that Mitchell was out lastly, and Conley was only like 20%. That really surprised me. Went for 52 fancy points. Um, I think he's safe play either way. Um, if Even if Mitchell's full go, I still think Conley is a very safe play at this price. I like Conley a good amount. Definitely my favorite play in the Jazz right now. I'll go Bear at 7-7. Uh, he actually fouled out in 25 minutes last game. Uh, we probably get you know over 30 from him. I think he's a fair uh, play at that price guy. Obviously, that can block some shots, get some putbacks. Clarkson, too expensive with, with Mitchell back. And same with Bojan and Ingles. They're a little bit too pricey with Mitchell uh, back in this uh, lineup. And Royce O'Neal, ugh. Did not go well when I played him last late. 37 minutes, 14 fans. Once again, though, they need him out there for his defense. He can hit some threes, but ugh, it's just not a valid play. I love playing. So that is going to do it for the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate the like button on the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos. You don't want to go live. Again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. Thanks again. Have a great night, guys. And I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.